Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. we got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice, Grace Curley. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. Especially, Grace, Grace, stand up. Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Everyone and welcome back to the Grace Curley Show. I thank you all so much for joining us today. I wanted to start on a very serious note and just give an update on the tragic shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs parade yesterday. Lisa Lopez Galvin, a mother of two and a Chiefs super fan, was shot and killed. Twenty-two other people were injured, including nine children. Um, The police have taken three people into custody. We are praying for Lisa's family and for all the victims who are recovering and for that entire community. And we'll keep you updated as we find out more about motives, um, the shooter's identities, etc. Another story we're watching today, this is all over the news channels and it's soon to be all over social media involves Nathan Wade. It's the hearing in Atlanta, which at first I thought Trump was going to go to. And the more time passes, the more I see of this hearing, I think, damn, missed opportunity. Trump chose the wrong one. Trump chose the wrong place to be today. The place to be today is in Atlanta. Now, keep in mind, so currently, just to give everyone a recap, currently, Fannie Willis, the DA of Fulton County, and that's the find the fraud in case you're confused which case we're dealing with here because the weaponization of our justice system has created so many problems for Donald Trump. And this is just one of them. This is the find the fraud case, even though he didn't say find the fraud that the Washington Post concocted. And Fannie Willis at one time was a pioneer in the get Trump movement. Like she was a hero amongst us. That has obviously changed dramatically in the last couple of weeks. Ever since news broke that the special prosecutor she appointed, Nathan Wade, is also he also moonlights as her lover. Multiple jobs here, okay? He's like Hunter Biden. Such such a prolific skill set. So it's not just that he's a lawyer, it's that he's a lover. And right now he's being questioned by this lawyer, I think her name's Merchant. And, oh my God, I wasn't going to, I was going to start because yesterday we had the news about the Russian nukes in space, which by the way, fingers crossed we get an explanation from Joe Biden on that. Because I keep being told by everyone that behind the scenes, he is sharp And getting to the bottom of all these issues and asking questions. So I would really like to know about the Russian nukes in space from Joe Biden. I feel like if we're going to have this explained to us by anyone, it should be the president. So holding my breath on that. And I was going to talk about the binder, which we are going to get to. But the great thing is, is that it's kind of the, the story about the binder goes down a lot of different roads. A lot of things we already knew Um, about the CIA, about the Russian interference hoax that was a cloud above Trump's presidency for four years plus. Um, 
And a lot of it we already know, but it is interesting, the updates we got from Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi. Um, And we are going to talk about this because John Davidson, who everyone knows I'm a huge fan of, he's on the show quite a bit, he was able to tie in a few of these different issues and give an update on it. So I thought I was going to read that to start, Jared. And you know that I don't typically start the show by reading a column. But I was like, you know what? This actually would be a nice, easy opening for me. I'll just read John Daniel Davidson, sum everything up. We can talk about it. And as I'm sitting here reading the piece, I keep looking up at my television. And Nathan Wade is on Fox. And I don't have sound on my TV, so I'm just getting the closed captioning. And it took my breath away. Like, I'm all for I'm all for reading stuff. I'm all for getting to, you know, in, into the weeds here with the binder. And it's a great story. But sometimes sex sells, you know? And sometimes you just want the gossip and you just want the dirt. And as someone who's always looking for the tea, I am in awe of this questioning back and forth. Now, if you aren't sure what they're trying to get to the bottom of here... What they're trying to figure out is, first of all, when these two lovebirds started shacking up together, started hooking up, I don't know what the terminology is now, got together, when this relationship first blossomed. That is key in this timeline because what Fannie Willis wants people to believe is that she started this relationship with Wade after she appointed him special prosecutor. Like this... This love just grew out of their working relationship. What the other side is trying to prove is that she chose him because they were already in a relationship. And then because she was paying him or Fulton County was paying him big bucks to be the special prosecutor, even though he had very he had very little experience in that in doing that. Um. What they're trying to prove is that she chose him so that she could benefit financially because she was paying him so much and his law firm so much. Now, what I loved first when I was watching this, and we're going to pull sound from it, but I actually, you know what? We already have sound of this because Jared's just that good. I love the travel question because you have to imagine this guy's been pretty prepped at this point. And he's trying to explain or he's trying to to stick with the idea that he started traveling with her after their relationship began and their relationship has to have had had to have had to begun if that makes sense can all tongue-tied here it's had to have started after she appointed him special prosecutor i'm getting the vibe that maybe that's not the case and i love the dead giveaway when he's asked about their traveling can i have cut 20 please so in 2023, December, you said you didn't have any receipts. I do not have any receipts. I did not have any receipts. But you did travel with Miss Willis in 2023, correct? I did. And you traveled with her in 2022, correct? I did. And you traveled with her in 2021, correct? No. So you only traveled with her in 2022 and 2023? 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. Oh, wait, That's hold a- on a second. Right there. That's... That's the dead giveaway. 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. 
huh. It's almost like he's nervous that someone's going to be able to prove that he traveled in 2021 with Miss Willis, but he wants to cover his ass by throwing in the, as far as I recall, so that when it eventually comes out, it's not hard to prove these things nowadays, when it eventually comes out that he did in fact travel with her before 2022, he can always say, Jared, well, I just didn't remember. That's why I said, as far as I recall, I must have just forgotten that because that's that's very typical, you know? You remember traveling in 2023, you remember traveling in 2022, but 2021 is a bit of a blur. It was a very forgettable tattoo parlor in Belize. Don't spoil. Spoiler alert, sir. Is there more to that cut? Uh, Yeah, I want to hear this because the lawyer even is like, what? Go ahead. That's what you recall? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, So you just don't remember if you traveled with her in 2021? 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. Is what you recall. My question is, did you travel with her in 2021? not recalling any travel in 2021 so it's not yes or no you just don't remember i'm not recalling any travel in 2021 so you did not travel with her in 2021 this has been covered let's keep going thank you (laughs) i'm not an expert on how these things work but i get this sense and he had a furrowed brow by the way he's really trying to sell this I wouldn't go into acting, Nathan Wade. You can be Fannie Willis's lover. You can be a lawyer, special prosecutor. Obviously, you've got the travel bug, but I wouldn't go into acting because I'm. there's nothing convincing about this performance. I do appreciate, though, how he furrows his brow and he's kind of like, it looks like he's sniffing the air and he's going, not that I can recall. Not that I can recall. Now, it gets even better because another big part of this case is the payments. You know, he's paying for these cruises and for these trips, for these tattoo parlors, which we'll get to. And he's trying to claim, he's claiming that she paid him back. And as all relationships go, she's paying him back in cash, according to Nathan Wade. This is cut 22. You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? Oh, it was cash. She didn't She didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. So now this is where it gets really funny. So he's trying to claim that she paid him cash to reimburse him for the travel expenses that he was paying for. But then later in his testimony, when he's asked, he, I think he totally changes it, Jared. He totally changes it and he starts to say, well, she would pick up excursions. So, for example, they went to Napa. And he pays for the flights or the cruise or wh- however they get there. I don't know. I, I don't have the intimate details yet. Stuff is all coming out as the hearing goes on. But he's paying for, like, the hotel and the flights. But his explanation is that she would pay for the excursions. Now, in a typical relationship, that might be okay. You know, you pay for the hotel. If if you just start dating someone, for example, it's kind of like, okay, so 
we're going to you're going to a, a date with someone and they pick up the dinner and then you say, hey, I got the movie tickets or you know what I mean? Like, OK, I'll get you back. It's a little different than going Dutch, but I'll get you back eventually. But he's he's gone from she paid me back in cash. She reimbursed me for her half of everything in cash to, well, I didn't keep a ledger. She would get the excursions. And then the follow-up is, well, can you explain what the excursions are? And then he really starts to say, well, we didn't, you know, we didn't go tit for tat. We didn't, I didn't keep a, a ledger of all of the payments. And it's like, well, then what are you talking about? That's a little bit different than how you started this thing. His story is all over the place. Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was watching it as it was going, and as uh, Ashley Merchant, the lawyer, was presenting the the previous filings and previous everything like that. There was at one point he numbered everything in the docket as number one, so there was like this big confusion, and he's like, "To which number one are you referring?" <laughs> She's like, you, you, you marked them all number one in the list. Well, did you hear the back and he forth? He sounds like a bad lawyer, honestly. No. Like, I can't imagine this guy is a Objection! great Objection! Objection! How dare you, Jared? I know he books a How lot of cabins. How dare you besmirch his good name? I know. Gosh. One of those mega, mega right-wing Twitter people. But Jared, did you also see when he was trying to explain how he divvies up the money? Like she'd give him these big, yeah. they're trying to figure out how much money he made. I think in 2022, it was like over $300,000 were given to his law firm, which is like Bradley, Wade, and something else. I don't even know. And he's trying to explain how he divvied out this money. Like I would get the check. It was amazing. It was amazing watching him try to explain this bonkers way. I don't run a business, but I think you have to have some guardrails in place, some system in place. And he's going, well, I would get a third and he would get a third and then I would take my third and I would cut it in half and I would put the, I would put the half in there and then I would take that out in cash and then I would put that back. Hmm? Makes, oh, that makes sense. Makes J.R.B. Ware question his finances. Yeah, it was, it, this is a thing of beauty. This has got to go down in history as one of the funniest hearings I've ever seen, watching this man try to explain. And then he doesn't remember. Talk about fuzzy. Th- something's going on. Nobody can remember anything. He can't remember a tattoo parlor in Belize. I would remember if I went into any tattoo parlor, let alone, I feel like that would stick in your mind. You go to Belize and you go to a tattoo parlor and you forget that? I mean, the only explanation is if there was booze involved i guess we'll we'll get into all this when we come back don't go anywhere recently a grace curly show listener candace called into the show to tell us how much she loved the thunderstorm her furnace was serviced and afterwards there was a smell lingering around it was kind of like an oily smell and her husband was bummed out he said i don't know how we're gonna get rid of this and she said don't worry i've got the thunderstorms and i've got two of them so they plug them in turn them on and they started working right away her husband was very impressed and he had to admit to Candace that he had been wrong about the thunderstorms, that they actually did work. And that's the great part about these devices is that they're going to clear out the air. They're going to get rid of the smell. They're not going to try to cover it up. They're going to purify the air and leave you with the absence of smell, which is great. It's going to make everything fresh. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. You can get the three-pack special. doesn't take up any floor space, and it comes in handy. Just ask Candace. With a three-pack special, you can use one in your kitchen, office, or even your car. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use code GRACE3. That's EdenPureDeals.com, code GRACE, and the number three. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. 
This is The Grace Curley Show. I give Nathan Wade credit because maybe I'm just not as determined as he is, or maybe I just, I don't have the right constitution for it, but in life, when I've been lying about something, it eventually, I just throw my hands up eventually. Like, it's so hard when you start getting into this web of every single, I'm exhausted just listening to him trying to explain this. He's trying to give He's trying to do a runaround, like, okay, and then this, this, and none of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. You're going to all these places, you're buying this woman trips and cruises, and then she's paying you back in cash, but at the same time, you weren't really keeping a ledger. You just knew that she was getting you back. The best part is he starts to go into, like, he's trying, I don't know if he's trying to save the relationship. I don't have high hopes for this. I don't see this thing standing the test of time. Maybe I'm just a pessimist. But he's trying to, like, he preys on Fannie Willis while he's on the stand. You know, she's such an independent woman. She insisted on paying her own way, on carrying her own weight. And I'm going, dude, drop the act, okay? I, I, we get it. We get that you guys were in a relationship. But this isn't the way to save yourself. And you know, all I can think about, Jared, is, oh, what a tangled web we weave when we decide to go to Belize. That is the problem at hand. There are so many different trips to keep track of. But there was also a trip that involved a cabin. There are big travelers. I, I would love some sort of Facebook album of all of these travels that they went on. And it turns out that the cabin thing, Jared, that wasn't a one-off for him. He's, he's very, Nathan Wade goes to cabins all the time. Can I hear this cut? I'm asking you to go through a thousand pages of records. I'm asking if you remember paying for a cabin six months ago in Tennessee. No. You remember booking a cabin? I booked lots of cabins. Same. Who among us does it? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Jared, I, I, if you asked me right now, you said, Grace, did you book a cabin six months ago? I would probably have the same response. I, I book a lot of cabins. So next she asked him, did you book a cabin on a certain date with Ms. Willis? And... It is about 40 seconds of silence as he furls, furrows his brow and thinks. He's, he's really leaning into that. Have you noticed? Like, he Very takes Socratic, his time. Like he's, Joe Biden style. Yeah, he's really... Oh, speaking of Joe, can I say one thing about Joe Biden? Did you see they did that walk uh, yeah. along the uh, Valentine's Day decorations, which are so gr- so ugly, by the way? We don't need Valentine's... I'm not huge on the Halloween decorations, but I give it a pass because I say it's for the kids. Okay, it's for the children. The The night before Valentine's Day. The children love the books. The children love the decorations. I give that a pass. But the Valentine's Day decorations that Dr. B insists on putting out at the White House, they're just ugly. There's no way around it. They're giant cardboard hearts. They're ugly. He walks out there with Dr. Jill. The reporters are journalists that are just, are crack scribes. They go, are you giving anything up for Lent? And he goes, you. (laughs) Then he says to Jill, we should take a picture in front of the hearts. And you know what she says to him? We already did. Memory sharp as ever. We'll be right back. We got more Nathan Wade, and we're going to talk Russian nukes in space.
live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. No. You remember booking a cabin? I booked lots of cabins. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever? Ever. No. Never gone to a cabin with Miss Willis. No. Not that I recall. Um, have you ever gone to Tennessee with Miss Willis? Yes. Okay. When was that? That was around 2022, early 2022. He's keeping us on the edge of our seats. And you know what? I just said to Jared, I go, normally my, my intros and some of the segments, they're a little bit cleaner. Like, I, I feel like I'm all over the place today with this. But I said, it's the big story, right? We just got to run with it as it comes. You know how I know we made the right decision? I've gotten text messages from so many different people, from the mailroom manager, from my parents, from people I went to college with, all texting in right now and saying, the cabins, LOL. The cabins and the payments, and the dates and the trips to Napa. This is a wonderful story. And I love, and I hate to do this to my younger brother because I brought this story up before and I hate to throw him under the bus. But my younger brother, Jared, as I've told you, wasn't the best student. He has so many gifts, so it's not a big deal. But he wasn't the best student and he used to study with my mom in the mornings before school. And I just have this distinct memory of when she would ask him a question. And Brian, I hope you're listening. She would say... Who was the fifth president? And rather than just say, I don't know, my brother would look back at her and say, with such a genuine, every time, it was like this genuine furrowed brow. And he would look at her and he would say, uh, what did you ask? Do you say, who's the fifth president? And my mom would say, stop repeating the question to me. Just answer it. I know you heard what I said. And he would give her the runaround every, every morning. The same thing over and over again. And that is what Nathan Wade is doing. Like, by even pretending that he's really trying to think of the answer, you know you're getting lie after lie after lie. And he's trying to explain their weird situation. And I mentioned before how he's also trying to heap praise on Fanny and say that she's a very independent woman. But then he also wants everyone to know how chivalrous he is because that's what's important right now. It's not the fact that he is knee deep in this bleep storm. It's the fact that he wants everyone watching to know that was a point of contention in their relationship was that she would insist on paying for things. I was watching that part of it and I'm thinking, does he want us to be like, oh man, such a good boyfriend. He's so mad at her that she would even attempt to pay for things but it's also sounding like he allowed her to pay for things just in cash and then it changes to well she wouldn't pay me back she would just get dinner or she would get excursions do we have any idea jared what those excursions were i know that in belize we have the tattoo shop which we're going to get to but in napa he wanted to make that clear that they were traveling to napa and that they went on excursions do we know what those were i booked lots of cabins (laughs) i think that You know, at one point he had other 
partners in his law firm. And then I believe since then he's he's going at it alone now. For whatever reason, the partners just didn't feel like it was the right business direction to go in. And so my suggestion to Nathan, Nate, would be that that would be a great billboard. Just his picture, and it could say Wade Law Firm or Wade Esquire, whatever it's going to say. And then beneath it just, I book lots of cabins. Because what other endorsement do you need? I see that and I go, I want that man defending me. So for, for further context of the, the cabin clip. Please. Uh, he, did, they did not, he did not book a cabin in Tennessee, but they did travel to Tennessee from Atlanta to have lunch because uh, they were afraid she would be recognized in public. Nothing about that sounds like secret affair at all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? So was he not lying about the cabin? There was no cabin that he booked? Why did the lawyer bring up a cabin if there was no cabin? He books lots of cabins, Grace. I mean, a man can't be expected to keep track of all his cabins. Yeah, who amongst us remembers which cabins are which here? Okay, so they, they book that lunch... Or they went to that lunch so that she wouldn't be... Why are they acting like she's Taylor Swift? She's... <laughs> uh, I mean, before this happened, Jared, I would not pick her out of a lineup. I would not go somewhere and go, hey, oh my gosh, that's Fanny Willis. Would you? Would you have known who she was? Uh, no, I, I would have... No, I, can't, I can't even tell you who the Suffolk County District Attorney is right now. <laughs> I'm probably the well, person. Or uh-huh. the Essex County District Attorney or the... Norfolk County District Attorney. Like, I don't know any of these people. I'm sure they're all in Belize either not, way. So. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're you know, all at a tattoo it's parlor. It's rush week at the tattoo parlor. The tattoo parlor, I want to talk about this because, and I don't mean t- to nitpick the Belize trip. I know it was a birthday gift. And I don't want to sully his memory of that birthday. Extravaganza. But he acted. Let me say this. Let's take the Belize trip, for example, since okay. you started there. That was a birthday gift i love how he keeps acting like he's the one who's offended first of all it was a birthday trip okay so why don't you get your facts straight one of the texters said this seems like it could become a problem for him with his taxes because he's paying he's paying with a business credit card but he's also getting paid back in cash as he reported Listen, I think that's the least of his problems right now. I'm sure that I'm sure that the Belize trip in the cabins were just at the tip of the iceberg. This is day one. And this thing's going to it's set to resume and we're going to be following it closely. But my question, Jared, is why when he was asked about the tattoo parlor, did he act like that was he keeps acting like every question is so out of bounds. He's like tattoo parlor. I don't. We didn't go to a tattoo parlor in Belize. It's like, oh, so you, so you think this woman is just coming up with this stuff out of thin air? Where do you think she's, she's, she's going based off things she knows? She's not just coming up with, oh, and you know what I bet he would do? He'd go to a tattoo parlor in Belize. Well, like Homer Simpson says, a man can't be expected to keep track of all his wheelings and dealings. It's so true. It is so true. Can I also have... Um, Cut 21, please. This is he's admitting to spending the night with Willis during travel, which makes sense because they're not trying to say that they weren't in a relationship while they were traveling together if they were only traveling together in 2022 and 2023, which we are going to talk about because somebody who worked for Willis 
it is actually contradicting that statement, if you can believe it or not. So can I have 21, please? Um, and that you never cohabitated with Willis, correct? That's correct. Um, by cohabitation, does that mean that you never spent the night with Willis? I spent the night with her. You spent the night. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so when, so I just want to qualify your term, your use of the term cohabitation. That means you didn't live together. That's correct. But you did spend the night together. Yes. When was the first time you spent the night together? Your Honor, um, that's the subject of his affidavit, Judge. Right, but it might not be the subject of this hearing. So the question is the nature and extent of the relationship. And so if they just spent the night on a single occasion, I don't, I, I would need, I don't think we're going to document in detail every single time that happens. And I don't intend to do that, Judge, but I think what is relevant is when the relationship started. And that's what you had indicated on. Well, why don't we start with that question and go from there? And that's what I asked, when the first time he's, he spent the night with her was. That's, that's what I asked. That's a different question, isn't it? Okay, so let's not talk about when you spent the night. When did your romantic relationship with Miss Willis begin? 2022. When? In 2022. Early 2022. So you were appointed in November of 2021? Yes, ma'am. And your relationship started early. What's early? January? February? Around March. Around March. You know, I'm going to say something here. I think the most relevant question is, when did you two meet? And here's why. Okay? I just get the feeling from the way he's talking about her. She's an independent woman. There's a point of contention I always wanted to pay. We go on these excursions. We went to Napa. They got tattoos. I don't know if the tattoos were each other's names or, you know, I, I don't know. But I just get the feeling that this relationship started when these two locked eyes. I think it was love at first sight. I, I do. And so I think this lawyer, as good as she is, and she seems excellent, I think that's the question that needs to be asked. When did you two meet in that thunderbolt just hit you? You know, it's like the Godfather. It's just, you can't explain it. But I don't think it's about when they first slept together. And that's kind of like, how many licks does it take to get to the bottom of the Tootsie Pop? You know, I don't think we'll ever know. But I think it's really, when did you guys meet? Now, to that point, Robin Yerdy, or Yerdy, who worked for Willis, is saying a different story. So Willis is saying early 2022, right? March. Around March. <laughs> Around Which March. Which does not bode well for him remembering their anniversary. <laughs> Very good point. What do you think he'd get her for the anniversary? Trip to the cabins out. Because that's just not special enough. Right. It's got to be something big. They're traveling everywhere. Belize, Napa. So Robin Yerdy thinks their relationship started just a little bit earlier. His timetable and Wade's timetable are, are slightly different. Can I? Oh, her timetable. I'm sorry. This is cut 19. And so you're, you know, without going into all the, the painstaking details, there is no doubt in your mind that from 2019 until 2022, Miss um, Willis and Mr. Wade were in a romantic relationship. What's the question? Um, you have no doubt that their romantic relationship was in effect from 2019 until the last time you spoke with her. No doubt. No doubt. 2019. Now, Terrence Bradley, formerly of Wade Bradley and the other guy, <laughs> I keep forgetting his name, he 
also had something to say today. Can I have cut 18, please? Refer to what I was told by the bar, that Rule 1.6 of confidentiality applies, and that I would be asking for an immediate review by the Supreme Court. Sure, but applies to what? Any communications is what the person at the bar told us. Any communications? So like he, he, did, he did not qualify. to Mr. Wade, that's covered. Well, Judge, I, I don't know. Um, he didn't go into those specifics, um, but this is what was told. I was sitting there uh, with my attorneys. So the National Bar Association gave him legal advice on how to answer questions about Wade and Willis. That's weird. Totally above board. Yeah, there's nothing suspicious going on here. I just want to point out that... This is all happening because Fannie Willis, like all these things, it's just because people are trying to get Trump and they're so eager to get Trump. And then all of their own corruption starts to bubble to the surface in this attempt. This is not the first time we've seen it. It's very entertaining, though. 844-500-4242. And then when you hear him explaining how he was getting paid, because this is a lot of money. You know, it's not cheap. Excursions in Napa and tattoos aren't cheap either. That's something I'll tell you. I know that for a fact. I don't have any tattoos, but I have friends who have tattoos. They tell me they're very expensive. And when you hear Nathan Wade explaining how when he the law firm would be paid, how he would dole out the money to his two other partners and the system or the lack of a system that was in place, I think it's safe to say that the law firm needed an accountant, Jared. They needed some sort of payroll services because Nathan Wade, as much as he might be a travel expert and as much as he might be a great special prosecutor, he was not capable of handling the money situation. It was a little bit of fuzzy math going on with Nathan Wade. We'll continue to talk about this when we come back. Oh, and you know what I wanted to mention here? Yesterday was a very special Valentine's Day episode. And I'm I'm hopeful that the lovebirds, Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade, can withstand this kind of scrutiny, the scrutiny of their relationship, especially given her status, you know, her level of fame and notoriety. But I also want to give you some good news because a new relationship has blossomed. We talked yesterday a lot about George Soros because he bought Odyssey. I think he bought it for $400 million. And that's obviously big news. We're in the radio world, how he has his own gripes, you might say, with Entercon, as he calls it. And George Soros is in the news again today because his son, Alex, has a very special new friend. He's dating Uma Abedin. When was the last time we brought up Uma? Uma, for people who don't remember, very close friend of Hillary Clinton and also ex-wife, I want to say. I'm not actually sure if they went through the divorce, but ex-wife of Anthony Weiner. It might have been like Nathan Wade and his wife where they uh, ended their marriage in 2015 but didn't get divorced until 2019. So he he brought that up today. Yeah, sometimes when people say that, it's like, oh, you ended it in your mind, but you didn't tell the other person that it was over. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, he said uh, it, it ended irrevocably in 2015, but they didn't get divorced. Because he didn't want his kids to be at school and not have two parents until 2019. Everything this man says makes sense. (laughs) I have no qualms with anything this guy's saying. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Uma and her new boyfriend, 
George Soros' son, Alex. Um, there is a great President's Day sale happening at Omaha Steaks. It's 50% off site-wide. This is crazy. Go to omahasteaks.com slash grace. Last night for Valentine's Day, Jared, you know what I whipped up? Two delicious filet mignons. But tonight, here's the great part, is that every day can be a special day because tonight I'm making the cheeseburgers. I love the Omaha Steaks burgers. And when you go to omahasteaks.com slash grace right now and you partake in the 50% off site-wide sale, you're also going to get eight free Omaha Steak burgers on select packages, which is awesome. Now, Jared, I don't want you to have to say anything and betray your love of the hot dogs, but you've also been loving the chicken lately. Yeah, I'm really, uh, really into the chicken because the Omaha Steaks chicken actually tastes like chicken. And if you haven't had that, you don't understand what I mean. But if you've had good chicken, then you absolutely know what I mean. I still love the hot dogs. I book lots of cabins and I go there and I eat hot dogs and everything's great. Um, but I'm really into the chicken lately. We out. We also did the uh, ba- we did the bacon wrap fillets. Now, does your wife night. pay you back in cash <laughs> for the hot dogs that she eats, or do you just say, you know what, I've got it? I'm chivalrous like that, so yeah. I just say, you know what, this one, this one's on me. I'm sure it's a point of contention, though. I have <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> uh, go to OmahaSteaks.com/slash/grace, and you'll get the free. The eight free Omaha Steak Burgers, and you can also pick out any package you want. Like Jared said, everything is really top quality. You're saving yourself a trip to the grocery store. And this President's Day sale, it's 50% off, so you really can't beat this. Go to omahasteaks.com slash grace and shop the President's Day sale today. Somebody just texted me and said, I love how they had to keep a low profile in Napa as if all those people were going to swarm her. Is that Fanny Willis? Oh my gosh. But move, move the Chardonnay over. I gotta go meet Fanny. Fanny, can I get a selfie with you, please? We'll be right back. Hi, it's Toby from Cape Gunworks. I'm taking all your firearm and self-defense questions every Tuesday. Join Grace and me for 2A Tuesday, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. This is The Grace Curley Show. Today's poll question is brought to you by local Silver Mint located in Ware, New Hampshire. Silver Dave will work with you directly. Contact him at localsilvermint.com. Jared, what is the poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at gracecurleyshow.com, is... Who has the missing binder? If you're not familiar with the binder situation, we're going to explain it in the next segment. But it's basically, at at one point, uh, a reporter from CNN, Natasha Bertrand, who just got promoted, by the way, she described this binder as like Russian election interference information that went missing towards the end of the Trump presidency. And what we're finding out now is it actually looks like it's American election interference. Like it's the intelligence agencies that were trying to frame Trump. And it was all in this 10-inch binder that's now gone missing. I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to vote with what I hope happened. I'm going to say Trump's got the binder. 21% think Trump has it. 28% think the intelligence agencies. 50% believe it has been destroyed. Ooh, it's tough to destroy things nowadays. When we come back, we got more Fannie Willis and we're going to talk Russian nukes in space. Don't go anywhere.